Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. It is indeed a pleasure and an honor to have so many people listen. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. Our address is 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Greensburg. Yes, you can call us and place an order at 724-836-7440, or you are welcome to go to the website to place an order, www.herbstoyourhealth.net. Kind of like that's for new people. If you've been calling and ordering for a long time, you know we have super fast shipping, overnight in many cases in fact almost all the cases are overnight shipping or two days uh, unless something goes awry with the post office but we have very fast shipping so if you've been calling for years please continue to do so it's 724-836-7440 and our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net Um, Also, for people who live kind of far away, uh, it's up to you. Call or go to the website. Something I have noticed lately, people will undergo all kinds of costly diagnostic tests to figure out what's wrong with them, not to mention the time they spend doing all that. And then the disappointment and frustration they have when they come up empty, as in, I've been hearing this lately, I still don't know what's wrong with me or what to do about it. Nobody can tell me. Then they pop into Herbs to Your Health without an appointment and say something to the effect, tell me what's wrong with me and give me a bottle of something to fix it. What? Yes, I'm a medical intuitive, and yes, I can do that, and yes, I'm nice and easy like the hair color from the 60s, Uh, but perhaps I'm already working with someone who was respectful enough to make an appointment and pay for it, or they come in after 26 years and say, you really helped me 26 years ago, and I haven't seen them since, Uh, but the good news is that they say I still look the same, so yay. Uh, they want help with whatever is ailing them. Again, I am working with a customer who made an appointment. So please make an appointment. I was on the radio for probably around 25 years proclaiming that, yes, please come in, but yes, please make an appointment. I guess that point didn't translate. You know, it's not several thousand dollars or several hundred dollars or even one hundred dollars. Isn't it worth it? I guarantee you it won't hurt you. Um, The supplement program, if you have an appointment and if you follow the program, excuse me, is guaranteed to work and it will really help you if you do it. A 50s, couple in their 50s, married for a long time. Um, Both their sets of two parents, all four parents, died of heart disease. Uh, And they came in because they wanted to know, do I think they should be worried about dying of heart disease? 
Well, first of all, I don't think you should have worry or fear of anything. That's just a waste of good creative energy when you could be creating or manifesting or attracting something wonderful. And this, the other answer is no, I don't think you should be worried because of epigenetics. Um, but if you want to keep your heart and therefore your body healthy because you don't live um, much past your, you know, your last heartbeat, so you want to keep your heart beating. And then if you also want to grow old without aging, um, we have some ways to keep your heart healthy and overcome common heart problems with natural remedies. Heart disease remains the leading cause of death, leading killer in the United States. Um, it's, you know, somewhere between 650 and 700,000 lives a year. Actually, even last year, believe it or not, um, heart, disease, heart disease killed about twice as many people as COVID. Although, you know, there were probably some heart disease people in those numbers. Unfortunately, much of what people believe about preventing heart disease is out-of-date information. For instance, the idea that avoiding cholesterol and animal fats will reduce your risk of heart disease simply isn't true. Cholesterol and animal fats are not the cause of heart disease. Cholesterol only sticks to your arteries when it becomes oxidized, oxidation, from free radical damage, and eating animal fats is not the cause of high cholesterol. The truth is that processed vegetable oils, not animal fats, are what increase your risk of hardening of the arteries. Furthermore, a high sugar diet and the levels of insulin it produces are one of the biggest risk factors for heart disease, far more problematic than fats. More recent research shows that heart disease, like almost all the so-called diseases of aging, is primarily caused by chronic inflammation and free radical damage or oxidation to the lining of the arteries. So the oxidation of cholesterol leads to arterial plaque. It's not the cholesterol, it's the oxidation of it. Furthermore, there's no magic pill you can take to prevent this. Supplements and herbs certainly do help but prevention of heart disease also requires adopting diet and lifestyle changes. Let me just say one other thing. When I tell people that it's, you know, your problem has to do with what's going on in your gut, and they say, oh yeah, <clears throat> my stomach is, you know, I have more fat on my stomach. And, you know, when I lost weight several years ago, I lost 40 pounds and, um, I my health was better. I am not talking about fat. I am talking about the inside of your body, your digestive organs, your uh, organs of digestion, your uh, ascending colon, your transverse colon, your descending colon, your small intestine, the, the liver, the gallbladder, the pancreas, the, the organs of digestion. It's not about whether you're fat or skinny. I, you know, when people come in and say, what can I take to lose weight? 
if I'm feeling nice and easy that day, I say, well, you know, it is better to gain health than it is to lose weight. So we don't focus on losing weight at Herbs to Your Health. Anyway, um, there are some signs you can pay attention to that indicate that you, have, you may be developing cardiovascular disease. And it doesn't even have to do with the health of your parents, living or dead. Um, there's a high correlation between inflammation of the gums and inflammation of the arteries. If your gums are inflamed, like gingivitis, you're at risk for heart disease. If you have varicose veins or hemorrhoids, these problems are reflections of sluggish circulation and poor blood vessel tone, which are also indications of cardiovascular disease developing. Fatigue and shortness of breath, we know this. Um, if you have spider veins on your face or, and a or a vertical crease on the left earlobe, um, those are early warning signs that your heart might need some, some help. Um, <clears throat> so I would say take action now. You know, when people say, well, I, the doctor says I need to get stents in my heart, in my vessels, blood vessels, blood uh, arteries, to open them up so um, I don't have a heart attack. You know, that is a wake-up call that maybe some lifestyle changes would be in order. I know most people don't take it as that, but if it were me, I would say, oh my goodness, wake-up call. So number one is to increase your intake of antioxidants. Why? Because oxidative stress, also known as free radical damage, is what allows cholesterol to stick to the arteries forming arterial plaque. It, the, it's actually formed as a protective mechanism to strengthen artery walls damaged by inflammation. However, if it's, if it's allowed to continue to form, it reduces blood flow to the heart, brain, and other tissues, which increases risk of heart attack, stroke, and arterial blockages. It's like a Band-Aid. You know, it's your, heart, it's your body trying to fix itself, trying to heal itself. The body will heal itself. The body moves toward wellness. The antioxidant nutrients present in brightly colored fresh fruits and vegetables help prevent this process. So eating several cups of fruits and vegetables each day is the best place to start. Berries are particularly helpful. So if you have uh, bruising or varicose veins or spider veins, um, eat blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, everyday strawberries, let's put those in there. This will reduce cardiovascular inflammation, protect cholesterol from oxidizing, improve the tone of your veins and help heal varicose veins, spider veins, and inflamed gums. When it comes to protecting your heart from free radical damage, one of the best supplement combinations is Mega Cal, Mega C-H-E-L. It's not Mega Cal, um, <clears throat> C-O-W or C-A-L. It's Mega Cal. I know I have a Western Pennsylvania accent, but it's not that bad. Anyway, Mega Cal has CoQ10, Mega Cal 
um, reduces blood pressure if it's high, aids recovery from heart attacks, keeps cholesterol from oxidizing, and improves energy production in the heart muscle. If you are taking a statin drug, you know that it depletes CoQ10. So first of all, I wouldn't take the statin drug if it were me, but if you're taking it, you definitely need CoQ10. Probably more that is in mega is in mega cal, so take both of those. You can also drink Thai Go. It includes herbs and nutrients like mango steam, turmeric, acai berry, um, hawthorn and bilberry are also helpful. And <clears throat> you know, excess cons consumption of anything isn't healthy. But low-fat diets are not the way to prevent heart disease. It's less about the amount of fat you eat and more about the kind of fat you eat. The fats that are damaging to the cardiovascular system are processed vegetable oils and fats from an animals raised in artificial conditions, which means we should avoid all hydrogen, hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated vegetable oils margarine, shortening, deep fried foods. You know, if you go to a fast food restaurant, do you know how often they are changing the uh, oil they put the french fries in? I don't either, and I don't really care or wanna know because just avoid that. Um, <clears throat> but if you wanna eat animal flesh, and so the fats from healthy animals raised organically and on a pasture do not cause problems with heart disease, nor do the fats found in nuts, seeds, on avocados, or organic butter, or virgin coconut oil. So we want to also have extra fat-soluble vitamins like D3E and K2, because these nutrients reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. Next, we wanna regulate the blood sugar. So if your um, glucose or hemoglobin A1C is high, you can improve your overall health by religiously avoiding refined carbohydrates, including refined sugar, high fructose corn syrup, white flour, white rice, um, sugary fruits, but, but berries are an exception. And then take Sugar Rig. It has uh, fenugreek and nopal and gymnema or cinnamon balance. That, that's really good um, as well to help keep your blood sugar normal. And then we want to improve blood flow if, if you have high blood pressure, yes, reduce it. If it's 100 plus your age over something over 90. So um, in my case, it would be like 170 over 95. Yes, that's high blood pressure. This is my opinion. I think as we get older, we should have slightly higher blood pressure because bringing blood pressure down really low makes people frail as they get older and hence fall risks and that's not good. So take blood pressure X. Magnesium is also important. 
because it helps muscles relax. And what is the heart? It's a muscle. Uh, magnesium reduces blood pressure, reduces the stress on the heart. And pungent herbs also stimulate blood flow. And people who consume them regularly have a reduced risk for high blood pressure and heart disease. They're capsicum, garlic, cinnamon, ginger. So take them as supplements. Next, let's manage our anger and stress. Um, people who, who are more easygoing and laid back have a lower risk of heart disease. So liver balance is good. Distress remedy is good. Passion flower, anxiousness, Nutricalm, and adaptogens like ashwagandha, ginseng, astragalus. Um, some people take these, all of these every day. Hawthorne, <clears throat> excuse me, Hawthorne strengthens the heart. It's a food-like herb that can be taken every day to help strengthen the heart and reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease. It improves blood flow in the extremities, reduces blood pressure, and acts as a tonic to your heart. And then ginkgo, uh, it's a good supplement to take as well to counteract the effects of aging on the brain and the heart. Uh, vitamin E, I didn't mention that, it prevents blood clots. And D3, I think I did uh, mention that, reduces the risk of heart disease. So um, there was a study done in, where was it, West Virginia University. And they, uh, it was a published study and involved over 16,000 adults over age 40. They found that people who took glucosamine and chondroitin daily for a year reduce the risk of death from any cause by an astounding 39%. It also reduced cardiovascular deaths, including deaths from coronary artery disease, stroke, and other forms of heart disease by 65%. Uh, they called the study results encouraging and pretty significant. That was a quote, pretty significant. So, what you take for one thing helps another thing. So if you're taking Everflex, and by the way, Everflex has hyaluronic acid in it, which helps really everything, including not having wrinkles on your face. So Everflex actually helps prevent heart disease. Um, now here's some disturbing news. The FDA has targeted N-acetylcysteine um, they declared that N-acetylcysteine, a vital antioxidant with many health benefits, really important health benefits, is not a legal dietary supplement. Okay, so they're looking to remove it from the market. You know, they, they go after stuff that is very helpful to all of us. Um, they, they sent a slew of warning letters in 2020. I guess they had nothing better to do. Um, they are unapproved, quote unquote, unapproved cures. And their um, legal 
standing is that it was approved as a drug in 1963 and according to federal law any substance approved as a drug before it was sold as a supplement cannot be sold as a supplement wow let's go back to logic class anyway it means that n-acetylcysteine is currently in dispute so uh, i am going to stock up just in case i hope you all do the same milk thistle combination has it it's a product sold all by itself um, the, in 1963, it was a handwritten note. I, you know, it's just really weird. And N-acetylcysteine is a precursor to glutathione, the mother of all antioxidants. It's the body's most important antioxidant. Glutathione plays critical roles, crucial even, in nutrient metabolism and the regulation of many cellular events such as gene expression, protein synthesis, cell proliferation, things that our body does all by itself, that it, our bodies know what to do. They um, work perfectly. All we have to do is stay out of their way. Glutathione deficiency contributes to oxidative stress, um, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, liver disease, heart attack, cancer, stroke, and diabetes. Note that acetaminophen depletes glutathione so those who take it should regularly should consider supplementing with a with a program not just one or two or three things and um, Amazon has announced plans to remove N-acetylcysteine supplements from its site if you're buying supplements on Amazon, please don't. They have admitted to selling counterfeit supplements. If you really want to order online, go to www.herbstoyourhealth.net and buy your supplements. Uh, guess what the biggest complaint I still hear is? Um, <clears throat> not being able to get a good night's sleep. And it seems to increase as people age, although some people used to have insomnia and now they don't anymore. Uh, everybody's different. It's difficult enough for people to fall asleep, but once they do get to sleep, it's even more frustrating to suddenly wake up from a deep sleep. These brief periods of un unconscious wakefulness are known as cortical arousal and they're perfectly normal it's how your body evolved to protect itself from potential danger. But when they happen too often, you know, if you're asleep in your temperature controlled, uh, background noise, completely dark uh, room, temperature controlled because it can't be too warm for you to get a good night's sleep. Anyway, if they happen too often, I was saying you're not at any kind of risk, right? But anyway, if you do wake up, um, that disrupts the natural circadian rhythm of your body's cardiovascular system and that can lead to high blood pressure, insulin resistance, heart disease, and a higher risk of death. So uh, there was a study done with over 8,000 people 
and it was research from three separate three separate long-term studies and 10 years worth of data. The scientists determined that waking up frequently increased the risk of heart disease and death. It's not, they said it's not the quantity of sleep that counts, it's the quality. So we know going to bed, going to sleep two hours before midnight is really good. But the bottom line is, um, if you have unconscious wakefulness or any kind of sleep disorder, you may be deficient in the mineral magnesium. Magnesium is nature's all-natural, non-addictive stress reliever and tranquilizer. Uh, one of our customers said she almost fell asleep walking to her bedroom from the kitchen after she took magnesium. So some people it works really well. Um, we, okay, magnesium enhances the effect of the amino acid tryptophan, which our body needs to make melatonin. Without melatonin, you can't sleep. And without tryptophan, you can't, your body can't make the neurotransmitter serotonin, which stabilizes your mood, balance, and calms your brain. Magnesium is a powerful weapon against insomnia and waking up from restless leg syndrome. So, or if you have um, uh, Charlie horses at night, what are those called, leg cramps? Okay, um, so 100 years ago, most Americans consumed magnesium thanks to vegetables grown in nutrient-rich soil. Today, the average intake of magnesium is paltry. You can get magnesium by eating nuts and seeds and dark green leafy vegetables and um, organic yogurt with live cultures in it. I think there's some in there. But I would recommend supplementing with magnesium and at bedtime. And you can take melatonin as well. And you can take passion flower or herbal sleep or even meditate before you... Uh, as when you get in bed to go to sleep, if you kind of can't fall asleep, then I would say to meditate. Okay, this is uh, some outdoor love. If you have weeds, <laughs> there are um, some common household items that are non-toxic and work well for killing weeds. Um, I don't really like to kill weeds in the springtime because it's a early season food source for bees and other nectar feeders. Uh, most of the yellow, white, and purple flowers are gone, leaving only unwanted leaves and the roots beneath them. So um, if the weeds are poking up through concrete or in your garden or your lawn or anywhere, let us not go out and buy Roundup. Chemical herbicides and fungicide, fungicides can contaminate the soil and water for miles. So those commercial re weed killers are very, very bad for all of us. Uh, especially good for sidewalks, driveways, paddy, patios. Dihydrogen monoxide heated to 220 degrees. That's water, that's H2O. 
is a more perfect way to kill every part of the unwanted plant. You can use a kettle, makes it safer to pour and gives your weed killing a bit more pre precision. Um, fire, you know, you could use a kitchen blowtorch, but you don't want to burn down your house or the entire neighborhood. Uh, cornmeal actually works well. It's not possible for de-weeding, only pre-weeding. Um, non-toxic, those are non-toxic in the sense that they won't cause fish die-off or cancer, but many household chemicals that are designed to clean things uh, have, have to be made safe for human hands and skin. They are toxic in the sense that they can kill your favorite flowers, uh, so we have to give them some respect, but they're much better than using glyphosate, Roundup. White vinegar, especially when a pump or two of dish soap is added into the spray bottle. Um, spray it directly on the leaves of the offending plant and be careful not to overspray. Don't soak the soil because it will make hard for things to grow there. Salt is a great weed killer and it can be added to vinegar or hot water sprays. But when it goes into the earth, nothing can grow. So spraying the, um, you know, don't, be careful just to spray it where you want to. And um, so there's some ideas. And then finally, um, a gentleman who is 89 who says he has been richly rewarded by taking his supplements for the past 40 plus years. And his uh, chronological, okay, his chronological age is 89. His biological age is somewhere in the late 40s or early 50s. You will be richly rewarded too if you get on a supplement program, stay on a supplement program, pay attention to what you eat and drink, what you think, what you watch on TV, who you hang out with, what you read. We'd, we want to, generally speaking, put in the good stuff, remove the bad stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of the positive feedback I get. And I look forward to our next time together during the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. And our phone number is 724-836-7440. Happy Memorial Day and thank you to all of our veterans. Bye.